Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Just before we get into the Lemon Podcast, if you're a fan of the show, please follow us on ACAST, Spotify or whatever platform that you are listening to. But also please make sure that you leave us a five-star review because it allows other fans of Lemons to kind of find us. And enjoy. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Lemon Show, where your friends in your ears keeping you company during isolation. My name is Philip Cooch. And my name is Thomas Tan. And joining us today via Zoom, um, we had some technical issues with the clapping part, but <laughs> all good now, are our special friends, Toy and Tiana from the podcast, Unapologically, Unapologically Asia. <laughs> That's really right? hard to pronounce. It's Unapologetically Asian. Asian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey guys, my name's Twee. Hey guys, I'm Tiana. We're so excited to be here today. Oh, welcome to our show. And sorry, when I met my special friends, I didn't mean you guys were prostitutes. I just meant like oh. our good friends. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my like God. I don't think anybody <laughs> thought of Even I didn't yeah, think of that. Re- Literally before we started <laughs> um, recording, we were talking about like cam girls and like, cam girl, <laughs> like, like being a cam girl. Oh yeah, let's God. not go there. Because <laughs> we're all recording in our closets now, and and so we was just saying how how she's recording in her mum's closet, and her mum doesn't know that she just does podcasting, <laughs> and she's on the <laughs> webcam with two guys here. So <laughs> if she oh walks God. in, she's gonna come across the weirdest shit in her eyes. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But welcome to the show, guys. Thank um, you. Thank you. We were supposed to record last week, but um, Tiana, you had some sort of like virtual like birthday party. Mm-hmm. What was that? party like tell us walk us through that okay yeah so sorry about that guys thank you for being so flexible (laughs) Um, so um, because of isolation instead of going out we decided hey let's party online Um, so we had a bunch of zoom games um, and we had a bit of a drinking sesh so what me and my friends did was we ordered some wine and some gummy chicken for our friend to be delivered to their house at the time of the zoom party so at 8 p.m they got the doorbell rang and then they got to go out get the wine chicken and then yeah we just spent the night um playing games and drinking and yeah it's just like really wholesome did you guys all get the gummy chicken no we didn't oh no she was (laughs) eating by herself (laughs) no No, but everyone had a drink some of us had eaten already and stuff um but yeah he was just enjoying his uh gummy chicken and and wine but it it was it was really fun Mm. it's good because i feel like with this whole isolation thing i don't know if you guys can relate but it's kind of forcing us to be a bit more connected with our friends yeah And Toy, when when we were planning for this episode this week, um, you are at the moment like ver- working from home virtually. Mm-hmm. You did have a little bit of a run in with someone at work. So what was that <laughs> like? Did you have to confront someone over like Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> it's not no, it's nothing juicy. Okay, no fighting, whatnot. But <laughs> I don't know. I just find it so difficult having these Zoom meetings when we have Zoom meetings because one, there's like a bit of laggy, like a bit of a delay between you know, you and whoever you're Zooming with. And it's also like, so the person I was Zooming with, she has this tendency to kind of like speak over you. And it's just like 10 times more frustrating nowadays because it's like there's, I feel as though the window of opportunity for me to 
make my point is a lot smaller <laughs> because she's <laughs> constantly talking. It's like, does she not hear me? It's like, okay, maybe it's the, you know, maybe it's a, the delay or like a lag. But no, nah, she's just like chatting on and on and on and on. I'm like, okay, cool. I, I might just let you do your thing. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. It's not. It's nothing major. Is she the sort of person who does that in person as well? Or is it just, has it been like, just on Zoom? I've come across it a few times, like here and there. But it's like intensified <laughs> over mm. Zoom. So, mm. and Tom, what has happened with you this week, Tom? Anything new? You've been doing a lot of songwriting this week. I have. I feel like my schedule hasn't changed one bit because prior to COVID nineteen happening, my I've been at home five days a week writing songs. After COVID nineteen happens, I've been at home five days a week writing songs. So my life is exactly <laughs> exactly the yeah. same. Well, we were talking about this a while back, like a bit of a dark joke. But Tom's been unemployed for almost two years now. We <laughs> were just saying how he was ahead of his time. I like, was ahead of my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's great to hear. Everyone's been having a good week. Um, I had an o like normal week as well. My life hasn't really changed up much. Um, I still have to leave the home and go to work sometimes, so that hasn't changed much. But yeah, glad to hear that everyone's had a pretty solid week other than having those run-ins with your co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next after the break, there's a heightened racism towards Asian Australians, but are we allowed to fight back? But first, here's a word from today's sponsor. Take a live look now outside. Ladies and gentlemen of America. Ariana Grande lick and spit on the merchandise. There can be a hundred people in the room. <laughs> Lady Brittany alone. Catch me outside, how about that? Rise and shine. China, 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 China. The last couple of weeks have been a bit of a weird time for Asians around the world. There's a bit of a heightened racism towards all Asians, not just Australian Asians, but also American Asians and UK Asians. And a lot of it has to do with a lot of like physical and verbal abuse towards Asian people. Um, and and it's just really sad to see, you know, so much of this is happening, you know, now. Um, with You know, we had the Prime Minister come out to say that, you know, we need to stop, stop all of this. Um, but unfortunately, there were a lot of incidents still. Um, one of them we actually reposted on our Instagram page, which was actually shared about 6,000 times. Amazing. And wow. caught the attention of the Deputy Mayor of, yeah, Deputy Mayor of, of Melbourne Council, which was amazing. Um, because of that, the incident was reported to VicPol, um, and the attackers were caught, but unfortunately released on bail, which is a bit, yeah, a bit sad. But I want to know, guys... <laughs> I want to know, guys, um, I know that we've all been isolating at home, so po- maybe we haven't had much of a run-in with casual racism or racism, but have you guys experienced, in- experienced anything similar over the past few weeks or noticed anything a bit different? So for me, it wasn't really a personal attack, but the other day, my friends and I, um, we we noticed that there was a guy from high school who made a status about China virus on his Facebook account. And um, we sk- we immediately sent the screenshot into the group chat and we were like, well, this is not cool. And we all got quite fired up and angry about it because we were like, why is this guy, why does he think it's okay to, you know, call the coronavirus the China virus, right? Like the group chat was popping off. Everyone was mad. Everyone was furious. Um, but the thing is, we didn't all agree with the approach and how we should tackle it. Some of us were like, maybe we should comment on the post and we should just call them out straight away, you know? And then the other half of us were like, hey, let's be a bit more rational about this because it's a bit, you know, we shouldn't cause beef or or drama. 
So what we decided to do after like thinking about it a bit was we decided to channel our anger into a post. So we just basically wrote down everything that we wanted to communicate to this person or to these people from high school that we can see that they are being racist in this time where we should be standing together. And yeah, we decided to post it and um, share it with our friends. And then our friends shared it and then their friends shared it. And we were really surprised by the amount of support that we were gaining from this. Like people were really supportive. And Mm. the thing is that it made us feel like, well, people are actually agreeing with us and have the same thoughts, but some people are a bit too hesitant and scared to speak up about it. And what happened to the person who made that post? Did they take it down or? Um, so the po- so the guy from high school, the pose wasn't actually taken down. I think it's still there. Um, but we know for a fact that he did see that post. So even though it wasn't like a direct conversation where we were like, hey, that behavior is not okay. We hope that this kind of this way is a bit more productive in trying to get him to open up his mind. Cause I think like when people are so, um, they're, they've been ingrained with this way of thinking for so long. It's a bit hard to just then change their mind. Like, you know, to, to see your mm, side of that makes yeah. sense. I think, I think you touched on a really, you know, important point. Um, you know, I think we all can agree growing up in Australia, we all have had experience, our own experiences with casual racism and we kind of don't know where the line is drawn. We're mm-hmm. like, okay, does this count as like racism or does it, does it not? Because, because we've grown up with it, we don't know what's across the line. We can't tell the difference between what is race, racism. And uh, the other day I recommended a podcast from the New York, New York Times about this reporter who was Chinese and she was saying how when she was growing up, she thought racism just meant being racist towards black people only. It oh. never occurred to her that being racist was actually towards Asian people wow. as well or just That's any people of colour. And I thought, wow, that was very, very insightful because I think we all can relate, you know, we can't, we don't know what when the line mm-hmm. is drawn. I was going to say, I have an example of something. So pretty much like I remember when I was in primary school, I was having a fight with one of the students in my class and he, I think he has like an African ba- um, background or something like that. But anyway, so we we're just like talking and arguing, blah, blah, blah. And he starts throwing out racial slurs at me, calling me ching chong and, you know, blah, blah, small eyes, everything, everything that you can imagine that a, you know, a typical primary school kid will throw out. Um, mm. throw out. Yeah. Mm. And then I threw out, I was, I was literally just sitting there really quiet because I was thinking, okay, I, I can think of a lot of like racist comments right now, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. But then it mm. got to a point where I literally, I said the N word. I called him the N word. Yeah. And at that, because I was so young back then, I didn't realise like this. Severity of the word. Yeah, the severity of the word. Mm. So I said it and then he just sat there and he started crying. And I was like, oh, shit, what's going on? Yeah. And then the teacher got involved and he told her what had happened, blah, blah, blah. And then she turned to me and she went off. Like my teacher went off at me and started yelling at me, blah, 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 saying, how dare you say that word? You should not be saying that word, like those sort of words, blah, blah, blah. And she was like this close to sending me to the principal's office. And I found that really confronting because I'm like, I just, Mm. I just sat there for like 10 to 15 minutes taking in all this verbal racial abuse about Asians. Mm. Mm -hmm. I say one word. Okay. Yeah. It's terrible word to say, but then I say one thing and then I cop it. Like I I literally, I spoke Mm. out. I was like, but he was calling me all this Asian racist stuff as well. She's like, you know what she said? She's like, it doesn't matter. 
she literally said to me, it doesn't matter. <gasps> yeah, wow. she, the, her oh mind gosh. was only focused on the N-word mm. that I said. My goodness. Yeah. That gives me the PTSD. That exa- that's exactly like my primary school. Like, it's always whites versus black people, but when the Asians get targeted, the, st- the teachers don't do anything about yeah. it, which is stupid. It's exactly, it's the same thing exactly happened to me because I was a very large, curvy, beautiful kid when I was younger <laughs> in primary school. And um, there was this white girl. I remember her name. Her name was Marlene. And obviously, like, she's um, the popular girl. So she had big eyes, blonde hair, blue eyes, that kind of gesture around her. And then she would always call me fat. You know, Tom, you're so chubby. You're such a fat kid. You're such a, you're a fat bitch. And then I copped it for so long. And I turned around to her one day and I said, shut up, you skinny bitch. And she cried. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I know who got in trouble. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. So it's like those those things are so dumb. It's like the teachers back then, obviously it's going to be a lot different mm. now, but they don't understand the, like what you said, Phil, the the hate or the racism towards Asians because it hasn't been prevalent in their lives as much. Mm-hmm. And I think, we, you know, we had this conversation the other day about, you know, uh, it's, you know, don't get me wrong. It's amazing that we have, you know, Black History Month where we talk about, you know, black history and stuff like that. But then when it comes to, Asian history or Asian Appreciation Month, there's no such thing. We've, we've, we have it for every other race, but why not, you know, Asian people as well? Mm-hmm. We already have Harmony Day, but Harmony Day is for everyone, so that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and another part of me, you know, it th- it also, I, th- I also think it's on us as well. I think as Asian people around the world, we don't speak up when mm-hmm. racism does happen. You just stay quiet. You know? For sure. Let it go. Yeah. And then when we when we don't speak out about it, you know, people think it's okay to say, yeah. say that sort of mm. thing. And it, it also sends a message to other Asian people who are experiencing racism and don't know that it's racism, that it's okay to speak up. And I think we just need to be, as a society, to speak up more about what's happening to us. Just like how black people have sp- are speaking out very, very vocally about what they're doing. Um, I think the same needs to be done mm-hmm. with, with us. Mm. Um, but that kind of touches on a question that we did have from a listener from at Swain... How do you pronounce it? At Swain Mahisa. Swain Mahisa, who asked, you know, referring to the video that we posted saying, um, if, if, we're, if we were allowed to fight back. And Tom... Um, we took a, we took of a bit of a different route. Um, so dur- during a week, we also faced a bit of um, a racial slur. Do you want to explain oh, we, what happened? Like we had because we get a lot of new followers coming in. So there was this one particular guy who did comment on our video, and I think it was a video that we did a long time ago with Joanna. And he was like saying something about do you guys eat bats oh or gosh. say something like you know oh, racially wow. insensitive. It was something like it was something like shut up oh your chicks, go eat some bats. Let the mm. out. And then. <laughs> So, so we 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 didn't private message him, but tell him what we did. You guys might not agree with this, but we thought it was appropriate at the time. Um, obviously, we thought like you know this guy. Um, let's look him up on Facebook. Obviously, his profile's right there, so we can pretty much click on his profile, and mm-hmm. everything about him shows up. Mm-hmm. He's married to a lady who they also have a one-year-old son. It's mm-hmm. obviously on their Facebook, and we're like, you know, this is inappropriate. Like, maybe we should look for his workplace and confront him to get him fired. Yeah, because. That's not a good thing to do. And if that his comment was seen by his workplace, he'd mm. definitely lose his job at this time. But then, like, that's actually pretty mean. Maybe we should. Yeah. Do well, that. like, he just gave a, he just you know gave birth mm. to a kid, and like, um, but it's really hard mm. to find a job these days. It is very hard to find. So, like, oh, it's a bit hard. But then I got me thinking, like, 
if we don't say anything or do anything about it, that child that's in their family is going to be raised mm. up exactly the same that mm-hmm. he is right now. Yeah. And in 20 years' time, he's going to be in the exact same position as this guy who's commenting our post. Yeah. We, we did respond to that post. We just said, you know, we just said, you know, we, it's a bit ironic that, you know, because we found that he runs this like mental health <laughs> group, <laughs> oh mental health gosh, page for men's no, group. So, so we'll. So we're just like, you know, it's a bit ironic that you run a a page for mental health for guys, <laughs> but here you are spitting out, you know, these racist comments and racial slurs towards us. Mm. Um, you know, we're just like, you know, we honestly sincerely hope that your child doesn't grow up, you know, to be just like to be you. like you. Mm. And <laughs> and he did respond to that. He was just Oof. like, How's that racist when it's true? Oh mm. So it's like exactly the <laughs> same thing. How do you fix oh somebody gosh. who's had that mentality for so many yeah. years? Oh, um, for sure. But yeah, we, we, we did find his mum's Facebook page. Like, maybe we should just like, <laughs> oh message God, his mum. You guys are <laughs> just be like, into this guy's life. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're very good spies, just so you know. <laughs> for you guys, given a situation where, for example, let's say someone physically attacks you, especially with something that's so physical, would you normally fight back? If someone was to attack me, then yeah, I would fight back in, you know, as a means of self-defense. Yeah. I'll hit a bitch too. Yeah, <laughs> that bitch is hitting me. Fuck out. Don't you touch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I will, I will, I will try. I will try to fight back. I am. I don't know if you guys have seen my arms, but I'm not great. <laughs> I'm not physically strong, but, but I will try my best to um defend myself. And Tom, Tom, we had we had a discussion about this as well. And you're saying how you're a pushover. I am. Such so a would pushover. you fight back? The thing is, because I've seen so many of those videos where have you heard like those one people that do the one punch and then the guy falls on the mm. floor and he's dead. That's my biggest fear. If someone touches me, I'm. I'm so scared that I'm going to punch him so hard. <laughs> Not that my ego and my muscles are big or anything, but I'm scared that if I knock him out, same thing, um, am I going to be at fault for defending myself? Same mm. thing as that primary school situation where I'm what you were saying. Who's going to get into trouble? Me as a person who defended myself or the person who started mm. in the first place? As a, as a disclaimer, none of us are qualified lawyers. No, so <laughs> uh, we can't give any legal advice. But what we can say is, you know, there are... You know, if if you are in that situation, um, you are allowed to defend yourself. Um, but just keep in mind, if if it's not safe to do so, it mm. is best to avoid con- you know confronting that situation yeah, even further. Um, it's better to just walk away and and if you can, if you if there's any witnesses, maybe try and get you know some more details from the witnesses. Um, but hopefully, you know, it doesn't come to that sort of situation. Look, if you have the courage to speak up as well. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, like, and like we touched on today, it's really important to um, yeah speak up about those situations when it does happen. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear about what everyone else's um, suggestions and what everyone's else comments are about this this whole issue about racism in Asian Australia or in America. So let us know on our Facebook page or our Instagram page at Lemon Podcast and tell us what you think. Now, on to the most important segment of the whole week, recommendation oh. time. My dad just turned on the karaoke machine. Oh, no, oh. Okay, we can't hear anything. I can't hear it. You can't I hear, can't it. hear okay. it. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's really loud. Like, That's okay. It's vibrating against the walls. Okay. Sorry if it picks up That's on this. A, I'm so sorry. I think um, rec- uh, being doing karaoke should be one of the recommendations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but as I was saying... Um, this is the most important part of the whole show um, where we give our recommendations because everyone is in isolation right now. Everyone's dying to watch something new, <laughs> something, listen to something else. So, Toy, what would you recommend um, this week? What are you watching, listening, or doing? 
I have been spending almost 90% of my waking hours, if I'm not working, playing Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, the remake. <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all don't, I don't know if you guys know. Why not Animal Crossing? Okay, look, you know, I don't have a Switch one, but if I did have a Switch, then I'll probably be on that hype train. But there's another hype train, okay? It's called the Final Fantasy hype train. And I'm, <laughs> bitch, I'm riding. I'm riding first class on that. Like, oh my God. When it came out, it actually released earlier in... Um, Australia because of the whole coronavirus situation. Like, it was meant to be released on April 10th, but we got it early April, like April 1st or something. Anyway, so I've been grinding it out, playing it. It's The visuals are amazing, and it's a, it's a remake. So this it's not an original game. It, this Final Fantasy VII actually came out in, like, mm, I would say early 2000s, I think. I have a question. I feel like, I don't know, what number are Final Fantasy we up to? Because I feel like they've been <laughs> releasing number seven for, like, every year now. Yeah, well... <laughs> Okay, so the late it's gone up to Final Fantasy Final Fantasy fifteen, but all the ge- all wow. of the Final Fantasies are um, what do you call it? They're not related to one another. They they're all like in different universes. So each game is different. Mm-hmm. So if you pick up Final Fantasy eight, for example, it will be a completely different story. Like you don't have to have you don't have to have played like any of the previous Final Fantasies to play, you know, another one. If that makes sense. What's the story about? About because I've I've. I've only seen one movie of Final Fantasy. That was like number one back when I was like only like ten years old. Oh my god! What is the premises of Final Fantasy? Um, I mean, it's just the whole. It's I don't know. It's just <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't explain because literally each Final Fantasy is different. They have recurring characters in all of the games, um, but each story is unique. Is seven the one where back back in year seven, year eight, everybody played that same song like um. No 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 no. That was a first love. Uh, not, not sure. Hikaru. But um, there's um, two Zanakin, which is a piano song. Yes, that one. Yeah. Is that the same one as number seven? No, that's Final Fantasy Ten. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's also another cult classic. Um, but yeah, no. Sorry, I didn't know where I was going with this. But I'm just so excited. Like y'all have to play. If you have a PS4, pick it up. The game is like eighty dollars. It, the visuals are amazing. The gameplay itself is awesome. There's so much strategy involved in it. Like other games, all you can do, all you need to do is just smash the X button and you can just finish the game with your eyes closed. <laughs> I have tried that. No, it doesn't work. You actually have to use your brain. Which I don't mind doing <laughs> oh, because wow. I feel like, as, as though, like during this coronavirus situation, I just haven't been doing anything. I've just been a potato watching Netflix. <laughs> but now I actually have to think. You know, it feels good. It feels good. Using using that last brain cell that yeah. you have left in isolation. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and Tiana, what are you watching, listening or doing during isolation that you can recommend to everyone else? Well, um, I have been watching MasterChef religiously. Um, I don't know if you guys. Oh, yeah. MasterChef! Oh, it is. It is a great one. It's um. It's back to win. So all the previous contestants that were in like the top twelve of the previous seasons, they're coming back on, and there's a whole new set of judges, and it's just so wholesome and heartwarming. And okay, not gonna lie, I do have a crush on one of the judges. So that is another reason oh my why. God, who's Bill? Is it name. the Irish guy? Oh, he's good. <laughs> he's quite good looking as well. But I like Al- Andy. Andy Allen. Oh, yeah, Andy. <laughs> so when, yep, when yep, it yep. was his season and I was just rooting for him to win and then he came first and I was like, oh, my God, and now he's the judge. It's it's so good. But also, you know, the food is good as well. It's not just all about the eye candy. <laughs> 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 
sure, Tiana, sure. Everybody at home who's listening, um, Tiana has her hand on her chest while she's talking <laughs> about Andy right now. Oh, she's blushing. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> but I, I, and it's really interesting how you're saying it's really comforting and nostalgic to watch MasterChef because I'm, I only watched first season of MasterChef mm. and it was Pose season. And even I was really excited about watching this season of MasterChef for some reason. And yeah. I don't know. It's just. I think it's something comforting to know that there's these old faces, and it's and it's not a place where you know people are like bitching about each other and like fighting over each other about you know to win something. Yeah. Um. And it's just very ho- like a really wholesome show, and and it's just, yeah, it's just something nostalgic about. But the whole sh- but the whole show, even though I'm not a follower of the show, are the judges still the same though? As in, like, do you know, like for the original, not original, but the old master, like they'll like pick out your food, like, ah, oh, this tastes disgusting. Now nah, this is a bit too cold. Do this, do that. Are they the same? Because these people are previous contestants. How do they critique? That's because I haven't seen it at all. But are they mm-hmm. like negative? No, so all the feedback is very constructive, right, Mm-mm. Tiana? Yeah, like, I feel like it's, so it's far. Never like, it's never mean, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like, so the three new judges, and I love that there's an Australian, um, Asian-Australian woman. Oh, actually, I'm not sure if she's mm-hmm. Australian. I could be totally wrong. But anyway, an Asian woman. A, I think so, yeah. Melissa, yeah. Melissa Luang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so proud. I was just like... There goes that rep- representation, you know. About time they have. About time they have <laughs> Channel an Ten doing something right. Yeah, but it's it's good. And honestly, when um we found out that the the three previous judges they weren't going to be on the show anymore, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if this new season is going to work because I was like a big fan of them. But yeah, it's, as you said, Phil, there's just something about that nostalgia that like it's just like seeing your familiar friends again and. You, you just feel at home. You touched on you touched on um you know Melissa Luang being you know the first not only female judge on on the show but also the first Asian mm. judge on the show. Um, another thing I noticed while watching uh, Master Chef this year is that on the last episode I did I haven't watched it yet but I did see some news articles about it um, was that they were, they were finally using some really weird Asian you know ingredients yes, like chicken feet. They use chicken feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that was pretty cool because it kind of, in a way, like it's not going to hundred percent normalize it, right? But at least it introduces everyone to this mystery mm. ingredient. It's a step. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And what were you going to say, Twee? Oh no, I was just gonna mention it's giving me like throwback to when Dami In was on. Was it The Voice? Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's an Asian. She like blew everyone's minds and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we're actually capable of something. Mm. It gives it gives people hope. Like you see an Asian person on Master Stage, like that could be me while I cook my two minute instant noodle. We see Dami in on X Factor where that could be me. Do you really sound like that? I sound amazing. But Tom, what what can you recommend this week? Well, one of my good friends back from my old church actually he messaged me about a cause that he's actually very proud of and what he actually is trying to get people involved is using 3d printers to print masks so i looked into it and i was like holy crap like this is a brilliant idea and i was thinking how could you print off soft masks like can is it capable of doing that so the website is actually called protectourfrontline.org and what they actually are asking people to do is that if you do have a 3D printer, what you can do, you can actually donate it temporarily so they can use your printer on your behalf or you can register your printer on this website and then they'll send you the template which actually prints off a, a shield, which is like a mask shield instead of a, an actual kind of soft mask. So definitely recommend this, that if anybody does have a 3D printer, 
you know, go on this website. If you don't, it's okay. You can actually still donate money as well. But it's so cool. It's so yeah. interesting. That's, That's really good because we can use technology in a time of crisis like this, mm-hmm. um, especially in America where there's a massive shortage of masks at the moment. Mm. Um, we can literally, although it takes a bit of time, I think it takes about 30 minutes to print one mask. At least we can, you know, get people at home who have 3D printers which aren't doing who aren't which aren't doing anything, and put them to great use, which is which is amazing. Um, as long as you know we don't have you know the, the American president <laughs> telling us to swallow you know disinfectants. And stuff oh like my that, god, um, we should <laughs> be my good god. hands. <laughs> but yeah, we'll pop this in the show notes. But definitely check it if you guys do have a three D printer at home. Please have a look. But what about for you, Phil? What would you recommend for this week? My recommendation for the week, I am totally obsessed with the philippines right now there are two things i want to recommend actually um the first thing i want to recommend is um this episode on 90 day, 90 days finance fiance, fiance? fiance sorry <laughs> um i'm not sure if you guys are across tlc but tlc has some really wild shows on there like my strange addiction and 90 <laughs> oh day God. fiance um but there there is one one couple on the show which have pretty much gone viral and like have become big stars on the show now um but it's big it's big ed and um, mean no neck ed oh my <laughs> I, I, that's really mean tom but <laughs> but but, but the, yes yeah, the but yeah, couple yeah. and all the memes is that what it is like all the yeah memes yes oh yeah, my yeah. god they're the best okay so to be to be fair he has really embraced that no neck ed fame so i think it's okay for us to say that um <laughs> but he's he's um current on the show he is you know he goes to meet this girl who he met online from the philippines um, and her name is, what's her name, Rose? Rose. Rose, yeah, her name is Rose. And then he goes to visit her and then, like, he discovers that she lives in the slums and, and all this other thing. But it's just, like, the story that keeps on giving. Mm. <laughs> um, and today, <laughs> and today, you know, I found out that um, I thought that they were a couple still, but Rose released an Instagram live saying how she was used by him <gasps> for fame only and, oh and he doesn't really care about her. Um, <gasps> and that's really... And I thought it was really, yeah, and I thought it was really interesting because during this whole episode, they kept trying to paint it as if she was the gold digger and like how, how, you know, should he, should she trust, uh, should he trust her and stuff like that? (laughs) Is he just using her to get to America and stuff like that? Um, But then Rose, who who has came out on top of all of this. um, Didn't she also come out too? Oh, well, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. This whole other there's this, yeah, there's this whole other rumor where she's apparently dating a girl now. Wow. <laughs> wow. But I mean, I would too if I was in a position like, you know, <laughs> no neck air would have scarred me for life, so I definitely would have done that. Yeah, <laughs> no, he, he, he is a bit of a bit of a weird man. He had a lot of demands from her, like her having to shave her legs, mm. her having to get an STD test, wow. stuff like that. Um, so um, he's expecting a lot from her. But the other thing I want to recommend from the Philippines... <laughs> bit of a detour but but it was a documentary i watched called king made so it's on stan um but it, it's about um her name is imelda i think imelda marcos she was the first lady of the philippines in the 60s and 70s and 80s um but what's happened was the the documentary is about how her and her husband who was a president they exploited billions and billions of dollars from the philippines um, taxpayers' money, and they were able to live like a luxurious life. Wow! Um, and they've been able to stay in power for decades because of their corruption. And she's just like, it's not corruption. People need need me to look, you know, look good, so then they can have hope for their own lives. You know, <laughs> oh my I'm just God. seeing well just for them. 
Yeah, it's it's such an incredible documentary about you know power and wealth. Um, but the interesting part about that, about that documentary was that her son is also running for vice president and president at the moment. Ooh, okay. And so ooh, ooh, what people are really worried about now is that if he goes back into you know that that seat, then that would bring the power back to the whole family again. And mm. it's about it's about family dynasties in politics. Um, which is really interesting. Yeah, it's it's it, it's a crazy documentary. I would definitely recommend it. I kind of went into a bit of a rabbit hole um, watching that documentary, and now I'm like obsessed with that at the moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're looking for a great documentary to watch to kill your night, uh, killed some time, then watch um, King Maid, which is on Stan. Tom, um, print some 3D masters mm. if you have a 3D printer for the health crisis. Toy Final Fantasy Seven or Fifteen or whatever we're up to. <laughs> seven, seven. <laughs> and Tiana, um, you recommend watching Master Chef, which is on Channel Ten. So check out all those things if you have nothing else to do. And I think that's all we have time for today. Thank you to Toy and Tiana for joining us from unapologetically Asian. Unapologetically Asian. I promise I'll be able to pronounce it soon. Um, But for joining us. But guys, tell us what is the podcast about? So our tagline is we're a place where we talk about navigating through adulthood as Asian Australians. So basically we talk about a range of things like careers, relationships, culture, identity, just all the shit that you would talk Mm -hmm. to your friends about and have a DNM with them about. Some things you guys talked about was um, uni camps was one of them, mm-hmm. um, budgeting and financing and jobs, stuff that are really, you know, relatable to to Asian Australians and Asian people around the world. Um, but what is the episode that people should check out that you recommend checking out first? I think one of our favourite episodes is The Middle. So we talk about our life post-uni and, you know, that awkward that awkward time between graduating and finding a job. So, yeah, I reckon give that one a cheeky sus if you'd like. <laughs> As always, you can find us at Lemon Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to us on Acast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. And that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.